Hey everyone, I'm John Ferda. And I'm Kayla Wallace. And this is Sage Sage After Listening. Welcome back everybody to another episode of Sage After Listening. Hey, hey. Today's episode is brought to you by Blanton's and Basil Hayden's, the smoothest bourbon whiskey that you'll ever taste. That was so good. I know. I know. I'm just trying to get us a sponsorship. Somebody sponsor us. That was good. That sounded good. I know. I could do commercials, hands down. I, I'm impressed. You hands just like down. pulled that. I didn't know you were going to do that. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to do it either. It was oh, just, it was cusp of the, God. you know, wear it off the cusp of my sleeve. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I know. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back everybody to Sage After Listening. Yes. Today's episode is going to be about vampires, but before we get into that, Kayla, I yes. got a question for you. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I, I had it and I lost it because we started getting into all this. Do you want me to ask mine? Well, yeah, go ahead and ask yours first. Okay. If you were on death row and you were, they were killing you tomorrow, what would your last meal be? My last meal. Mm-hmm. All right, check this out. Okay. It would be... A New York strip steak. No. Ribeye. Cowboy ribeye from Longhorn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cowboy ribeye from Longhorn. Um, sweet potato. Maybe some asparagus. And I can't think. There's so many good beers. I don't know what my last beer would be. If you say Miller Lite, we're not friends. I, my last beer... Well, Miller Lite, I've drank a lot of. I know what that tastes like. You wouldn't like. do a whiskey? It would be beer? Ooh, maybe a whiskey. Yeah. You know what? That's a good point. All right. My last drink would be... It, so I've heard different... I've heard back and forth on this, right? I've heard people say it's worth it. I've heard people say it's not worth it. If I had the option, I would love to try Pappy's. So Pappy Van Winkle is this That's the one whiskey. That, there's like a lottery for it or something, Correct. Right? There's okay. a lottery for it, and it's like, I mean... It's like a thousand dollars a bottle more or more. Um, I haven't looked it up recently. It could be more. It could be less. I, w- whatever. I would love to try it. Right. I, I think a shot of it downtown. If you go to Butcher in the Rye or something like that, I'm pretty sure they have it. And it's like seventy five bucks for a shot of it. And I'm not going to go pay that because I don't want to try it alone. Because oh. that would be weird. So we'll I'd go have to for go, your birthday. I'd have to pay for two. I'll buy you then, a shot for your birthday. Uh, a shot of Pappy's. Yeah. Maybe a birthday gift. You'd be my favorite person ever. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. From from me. Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, you. That's, we'll go. Is this my last drink? <laughs> Are you going to kill me after? No. All right. So um, my question, if you could accomplish any goal in your lifetime, it doesn't have to be reasonable. It doesn't have to be like something that you can see yourself actually accomplishing. If you had the option to do anything... What would you do? I would time travel. Time travel? Yes. Why? What would you do? Okay. I would go and see Martin Luther King speak in person. I would try to prevent Marilyn Monroe's death. Why that? I just like her, and I think she was killed. Okay, fair enough. Um, I would go see Nirvana in concert. And I would invent Google. That's reasonable. Inventing Google would be a good thing. It would. It's helped a lot of people. I'm sure that's why you want to do it. I want to be filthy rich. 
<laughs> I was giving you an out to not be selfish, but okay. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> don't care. Don't give a fuck. Fair enough. All right, I'll take it. So those are good. Those are those are solid time travel goals. Yeah. Um, fuck. If I could time travel, I don't even know what I'd do. I would try to prevent you Paul kill Walker's Hitler? death. Oh yeah, I would do that. Yeah, kill Hitler. Everybody would kill Hitler. Would you kill adult Hitler or baby Hitler? Baby Hitler. Baby Hitler. It's more fun to kill babies. It would just be easier. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. It would just be easier. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. But then you have to think, though, like, what would happen if you did all these things? Like, if you prevented the Holocaust and then, like, you prevented Marilyn Monroe from, like, dying, like, what would happen? How would the world be different? Yeah, Butterfly Effect. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. Freaks me out, but it's a good movie. All right. Let's get on track. Okay. Because we get super off track. We've gotten off track, so we've been bullshitting for like an hour. We just get so off track, it's ridiculous. We started a story, and I think 30 minutes later... We went back we were, to listen we went to back the to test. Listen to it, and, and we're like, yeah. And I'm like, I never finished telling you that story. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait a minute, what? <laughs> but uh, all right, vampires. Yes, so and this is going to be a part one, part two episode yes. because there's just so much... And I want to cover it all for you. Yes, there is so much on vampires, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So to, to preface this, you know, this podcast is mostly about Kayla trying to convince me that supernatural things are real. Um, that's not really what this episode is going to be. Yeah, yeah so this, this isn't, isn't going to be because I don't think be. either of us believe in vampires. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to try to argue that vampires are real thing. I believe that people believe they're vampires. I, that's very fair. People do believe. People believe a lot of things. People are insane. They do. Um, but what's interesting to me about vampires, right, as a story as a whole, is that every culture on Earth has their own. I know, like I've, version of what vampires are, which is what today's episode is mostly going to be about. So we're going to yeah. go through like origins. Um, we're going to talk about like what your basic ass like vampire is um, basic ass vampires basic ass vampires yeah so like prevention um like if you ever come across one vampire prevention yeah um how to protect yourself eat garlic yeah and how to destroy one well prevention more so i guess so they don't come after you i should say um and then all the different kinds of like folklore so from like all over the world and that will be part uh, one honestly I really want to get into prevention. I want to make fun of the prevention part. Okay, we'll do that. Let's do the prevention first. We're not doing prevention first. Oh, it's, prevention is the number one most important thing in the world. Okay, we'll we'll get there. We're going to do origins first. <sighs> all right, all right. It just makes sense. I'll take origins first. Okay. Origins for 500, Alex. <laughs> okay. So, what are vampires? So, from what I understand, in my vast knowledge of vampires that I've accumulated over the years. You have a degree. I have a degree in vampirology. Vampirology. Uh, vampires are dead people who suck blood. <laughs> so undead creatures that feed on the vital essence of the living. The vital essence. So That's there's more more than just blood? They can. In some cultures they do eat more than just blood. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm interested in that. Um what do you what do you have for what vampires are is it just that or is it like that is that is like their basic the most basic vampire definition cool that yeah. covers that covers the gamut of things yeah so we'll start with origins origins um so the origins stem from people 
pretty much just being ignorant of what the decomp- decomposition of the body was, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, they noticed that bodies were swelling and becoming paler, and they didn't like they didn't know why. Mm-hmm. So they thought that they were still alive because their body was swelling. See, I've heard that. So basically, you know, they would exhume bodies or something like that, or they'd see this body decomposing. They'd notice that the fingernails would grow. Um, And that fingernails weren't necessarily growing. What was happening was the body was becoming dehydrated. Um, Fluids were leaving the body and the fingernails looked like they were getting longer. Um, Like you said, they were swell. Bodies were swelling. Um, they would change positions or make noises yeah. as gases were released and everything. And they pretty much just attributed this to a living dead creature. Right. Um, it's folklore. It's I, um, I knew a girl whose family owned a funeral home. And mm-hmm. She said that the bodies make some wild ass noises. I could imagine bodies make wild ass noises while they're alive. True. It's no thanks. Have you ever lived with a man? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's horrendous. I live with me every day. Well, Tyler doesn't make those noises. Any noises? Not really. He doesn't like grunt when he stands up. Eh, yeah, sometimes I guess. But not somebody really. told me once that I moan when I hug people, <laughs> and it took me so off guard because I didn't realize I did these things. Like, like I'll just hug somebody, like, mm. and what? Yeah, yeah, Every a- time? Apparently, I do. I, I guess I don't know. Oh, it freaks me out. That's going to be the title of this episode. John moans when he hugs. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. That is, I guess it is. It is really that's, weird. That's, it freaks me out. I judge myself. Do you myself still do it? it? I don't know. I, I judge myself for it. It was weird. It was weird to hear that. Has anyone ever told you something about yourself where you're like, no way. I don't do that. I don't, uh, I don't think so because I know. I know. Oh, you're very self-aware. Of my flaws? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. flaws... <laughs> lovable characteristics some, yeah, some people would call you them know, flaws some, that's, um <laughs> not that i can think of yeah i will be in the middle of doing this episode and something will come to me it, when it does just stop what you're doing and let's oh, you know, let's run with it i will absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right what are vampires okay so um they also come from premature burial Okay. So, which I imagine would happen a lot back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, people are alive and trying to get out of their tomb. Right. They said they see scratch marks on the inside of... I can imagine. I imagine would be, dying. No, imagine, imagine being buried dying. alive. You're like, you fucking took a four-hour nap and somebody thought you were dead. And it's like, bro, I was just exhausted. Do you I think was, they bury somebody in four hours? I don't know, but like I fucking still somebody somebody. I had to do all that yard work yesterday, and you fucking buried me after. Yeah, right. Somebody's in a coma or something, and you wake up and you're buried alive. You just wake up in this dark coffin. You can't see anything, bro. I would sleep with my door locked. Yeah, I'd be so scared if that was like a possibility of. I would leave a note on myself at all times, like I'm not dead. Please don't bury me. Wait, wait over a year. If I don't wake up, then you can. If I start to smell funny. Well, they used to put bells in the yes. coffins. Yes. I saw that um, in the movie The Nun. Yeah, they would put bells put in the bell coffins so and you like could ring up, it. Get, well, and that's what grave keepers were. It was like a string were. thing, yeah. And like it ran down and you could like ring, ring yeah. it. Yeah, that's, that's what the grave keepers would do. They would just sit and wait and if they heard the bells, they would go dig them up. Oh, that's so How terrifying scary. would that be? 
Imagine you're a gravekeeper and you hear someone ringing the bell. You hear a bell ringing. You're like, oh my God. I well, imagine being a gravekeeper now and hearing a bell. Ooh, that would be a good haunting. That would be fucking frightening. Are there any cemeteries by us that have bells? I don't Are think there so. Are there any that old? I don't think so. That's really old. We'll have to look into it. I, That's really I old. would and love I, to go visit. I couldn't imagine there would still be the bells. I bet you that's a, a European thing. Maybe. Like uh, like Romania, whatever. But anyways, um, so vampires. So the traditional sense of vampires um, that everybody probably knows about are vampires like Dracula, right? Right. You know, they're blood-sucking, they're dead, they're pale, um, can't be out in sunlight, fangs. They're yeah, typical. suave. I read yeah. that. They're suave. They're suave. Um, you know, typical vampire. When you think of a vampire, what do you think of, right? That. They have the accent. But are there other depictions of vampires? Yeah, there are a bunch, but I'm not done with origins. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was getting <laughs> ahead of myself. That's okay. Um, another origin is just grave robbery. So when people would dig bodies up and see they're not there already, mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, where did these bodies go? And it's like some pervert stole it to take it back home. Fair enough. Um, and then we also have disease. So... A lot of these diseases I'm about to list off for you were associated um, with like being a vampire. So TB, um, a pneumonic form of the bubonic plague, um, porphyria, porphyria, I think I'm saying this wrong. Porphyria. Yes. Porphyria. P-O-R-P-H-Y-R-I-A. How do you say that? P-O-R-P-H, porphyria. Y-R-I-A. Porphyria. Porphyria. Yeah, porphyria. It's, yeah, it's like, okay. That and then rabies. Rabies. Okay, I could see rabies 100%. Well, I I didn't really like understand, but I guess, um, so people were showing sensitivity to garlic and light, but like when you have rabies, um, you have hypersensitivity yep. to just like pretty much everything. Um, so a lot of people with these diseases um, or sometimes. So porphyria does that as well. One of the treatments for cutaneous porphyria. Um, it's basically a group of disorders that result in a buildup of natural chemicals that reduce porphyrin in your body. Mm-hmm. And those are essential for the function of hemoglobin in your blood. And one of the ways to treat it is to limit the amount of sunlight um, that you are exposed to. Oh, wow. I um I did go to the Wikipedia page to see what it was, and then I just saw the picture, and it was like urine from before they were diagnosed, and then three days after, and it's like purple urine, and I'm like, I'm done with this page. Yeah, it seems like a lot. Purple urine is <laughs> too far. Um, okay, so there are some psychodynamic theories by this man named Ernest Jones. Um, he's a psychoanalyst from 1930s. Um, so... This vamp- vampirism came from grieving families. Uh, they would expect a reunion with their loved ones. Um, and they would be feeling a lot of like love, hate, and guilt, like based on where they left things off when this person died. Um, because apparently vampires, when they first like rise from the dead, um, they visit their loved ones. Really? That's like the first thing they do. Yeah. You go um, like knock on the door and be like, hey. Hey, I'm, I'm uh-huh. here. I'm alive, kind of. Bet you thought I was gone. <laughs> Check these out. Look at these bangs, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> Blah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a quote. 
Ooh. from this man. Um, it was just Who good. is the man? His name's Ernest Jones. Okay. And he was a psychoanalyst in the 30s. So, in cases where there was unconscious guilt associated with the relationship, the wish for reunion may be subverted by anxiety. This may lead to repression, which Sigmund Freud had linked with the development of morbid dread. Relatable. Jones surmised in this case the original wish of a sexual reunion may be drastically changed. Desire is replaced by fear. Love is replaced by sadism. And the object or loved one is replaced by an unknown entity. So, that just like goes back to what i was saying uh, so what is it exactly does that even mean so i'm, I'm like i tried to follow it and it, i just kind of like i'm, I'm sitting here listening and, and in my head i'm like okay You're so like, it turns really into this good. it sounds very technical um but then you said sigmund freud and i kind of like spaced out because i started thinking about like your Freud's, sister Freudian <laughs> stuff <laughs> you said you see that was a you, good one i'm, that was I'm good. proud of that, that. Was good. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip is when you say one thing and mean your mother. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it goes back to they expect a reunion with their loved ones. And a lot of the times um, they're either feeling like love, hate, guilt. If there's if they have any type of guilt associated with this reunion, it's going to turn into um, anxiety about this reunion that they're going to have. Okay. Um. I can see that. that and makes then sense. it's going to lead to a repression. It's going to lead to morbid dread, which all you have to do is be a millennial in 2023 and you have that anyway. Yeah, that's a base. That's the base feeling. <laughs> so um, it just like backs up what he said, but I thought it sounded pretty good. Okay. I get it. Yeah. Um, also, he also linked the sexual desire of blood sucking to cannibalism because like have you seen like depictions of vampires that they when they suck blood it's like a sexual thing for them have you seen any yeah. depictions of that oh yeah absolutely yeah that, i mean a lot of them if you look at i mean look at pop culture references which we'll get into much later um it's almost always like like a this feeling it's always like them. a guy sucking a girl's blood it's never like a dude and a dude or a girl and a girl it's always a guy vampire you, sucking a girl's blood unless you watch supernatural oh unless you're unless you watch supernatural but in general it is what I'm yeah. saying. it's always a sexual tension thing it's, it's almost like um they turned it into a sex scene basically they yeah yeah they did um but he he linked it to the same like desires that people get when they commit cannibalism which is weird because i don't know anybody um who can relate to that cannibalism yeah well, he's saying people that people that do that like commit that. Yeah. Um, There's not a lot of famous instances. And he's saying uh, so when normal when normal sexual aspects are repressed, regressed forms may be expressed. Um, which an example he brought up was oral sadism, which is like biting and drawing blood and like yeah taking okay. chunks of your lover like uh, to fair eat. enough. Um. So this is all this is all early. It sounds like early 1900s. 1930s. 1930s mm-hmm. psychology and everything yeah. like that. It, it was fair. a fun Freud, time. Yeah, it was basically the wild west of psychology. Freud and all that. I mean, everyone knows about it, but if any if you ever meet a psychologist today who uh, goes by Freudian ideology, run away very fast. That'd be wild. I'll ask my therapist. Yeah. She Do you believe in Freud's? Yeah, how theories. do you feel about that? Um so description. So this is going to be a basic description. 
of like what we think of vampires. So you're probably going to know these regardless, but we'll just yeah. a little review. Um, blood drinking, bloated in appearance, which I never got that. I never seen, but that apparently bloated. that's a big thing. Um, purplish or dark in color. I can kind of see that. I mean, the pale, you know, pale vampires and everything like, like that t- tend to take on a purplish tint or yeah. whatever, you know, whatever. Um, sleeps in a coffin. Yeah, that's a pretty big trope. And then fangs, but that feature didn't come on until about the 18th century. 18th century and mm-hmm. fangs? Yeah. Is that a Bram Stoker thing? Or is that... No, it wasn't a Bram Stoker thing. It was just kind vampires of a cultural... were like Vampires were already like a thing mm-hmm. um, when he wrote Dracula, but he just, I mean, he created... He like, just created the, the vampire. Yes. That makes sense. I wonder if people actually believed in vampires back in the day. Like the, the 18th century, do you think people actually believed? We're going to get into Are it. Are we? Oh, you've got that. Yeah, I, like I got it. it. Um, let's go into prevention. Oh, okay. Let's go into prevention. Um, Number one, lock your doors. Burying a corpse upside down. What? That apparently stopped somebody from becoming a vampire. My question is upside down. How? Are they talking like vertically upside down? Like you, you throw them head first into the ground with their feet up? Oh. Or is it like face first? Oh, I assumed that they put like their feet on the pillow. Feet on a pillow. Like maybe of the coffin. See, like you know how they like different. sleep like this. Yeah. I assumed like their feet were on the pillow part. Swap them. Yeah. Okay. I see that. Weird. I, was I never would have thought like vertically upside down. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know, man. How are they gonna do that? They'd have to be digging a hole forever. Well, I guess you could dig six feet straight down and just poop. throw somebody that. in a hole. Um, placing sites near the grave to appease the dead and or demon that would possess the body. Oh, do they think vampires were demons possessing bodies? There is some like correlation. They think that like it was demons and then it like evolved into vampires. Okay, gotcha. Um, placing a coin in the deceased mouth. I've heard of that. That's yep. so they can pay the toll to get to wherever. Yeah. Hell. That was actually a very big um, Greek yeah. uh, trope. Back in the day, you'd put a coin so that they could pay Thanatos, who was the... Uh, boat driver or the oarsman the boat driver the boat driver <laughs> the captain the captain of the ship that crossed the river Styx <laughs> um, severing the tendons at the knees that would stop a lot of vampires I think so that would stop just about anybody um, poppy seeds on the gravesite. oh and in China if a vampire came across a sack of rice they had to count every grain oh my god could you imagine no <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if you were this apex predator, the 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 perfect predator, going for humans, and then someone just throws a bag of rice at you, and you're like, yeah, "Really, dude? Come on, I'll be right with you." And just start counting. <laughs> what a goofy trope. I feel like there was a supernatural episode about that. There might have been about like um like a Asian genie or something. And oh, I did see that one. It's called um one. like a shoujo or something. Yeah, I did see that. Um, one. The only reason I know that is because I was looking at restaurants for Boston and there is an Asian fusion restaurant called Shoujo. And I didn't make that reference. I saw that. And then two days later, I watched that episode and I was like, Oh, how about that? Oh. Isn't that weird? There's a, there's a name for that, by the way, when what? you see something and then it starts coming up in your everyday life. I can't remember the name of it, um, oh. but there's a, there's an actual name for that phenomenon where you hear something and then suddenly you hear it everywhere. Oh, that's interesting. We'll have to look yeah, that up. Right. Post that on an Instagram post. Okay protection now if you All right, come protection. across one so prevention is how you stop it P- protection is how you save yourself if you've come failed to stop one. it yeah 
garlic, mm-hmm. branch of wild rose. I've never heard of that one. Neither did I. That's new. Yeah. Mustard seeds. Never heard of that one. Mm-hmm. Crucifix or rosary. That's a pretty common trope. Yep. Holy water. Oh, another common one. Um, can't walk on holy grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, in some countries, they say that mirrors, because they don't have them not having a reflection, you can like ward them away with mirrors. Mm-hmm. Um, can't come into a home unless invited. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty common trope. Uh, sunlight. But that was also something that came about later, like in the 1800s. Really? Sunlight was a later one? Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's, that's like the number one thing now. And then these last two, they're just... They're just the piece de resistance. They're just so good. Um, baking bread with the deceased one's blood and eating it. That's a very you thing. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I have no idea what you are referring to. <laughs> and then... Eating the dirt from the grave. Eating dirt. He's <laughs> <laughs> a vampire just chasing you and you sprint into the graveyard and just start shoveling dirt in your mouth. Yeah. Can't get me. <laughs> mm, your dirt tastes so good. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Destruction of a vampire. Okay. How do we destroy them? Steaks made from different kinds of wood. So ash in like- Russia, oak in Silesia. And then aspen is like the big one um, because a lot of crosses are made from aspen. I did not know the type of wood was important. I didn't either. I thought you could just use any wooden stake. So the big one is stabbing through the heart. But in Russia and Germany, they believe that you can stab it through the stomach or its mouth. Okay. That's reasonable. Decapitation. Mm-hmm. And then in Southwestern Europe, you could shoot it. You could drown it. Or... You could keep repeating its funeral. Keep repeating its funeral? Yeah. Just keep holding a funeral over and over? For that person, yeah. Okay. And that's it. It sounds like in Southwest Europe, you said Southwest Europe? Yep. Sounds like it dies just like anything else. Shooting it, drowning it. Yeah, yeah. I think... Stabbing it with a stake, which to be fair, that would kill me as well. If you put a stake in my heart... Yeah, I think that would kill me too. I'm allergic to that. <laughs> I'm allergic to the steak. Out, could you get that out of my heart now? Yeah. Thanks. Please stop. I'm allergic to drowning. <laughs> um, but that's that's that. I have now. I just have um, folklore. Folklore. So folklore is big with vampires. Vampires are basically all. I mean, they're everywhere. Everything is. It's everywhere. Yeah. Well, that's Every why culture has it. That's why we have to break this into two parts because. Which I'm happy with because I like I like the idea of doing a two-parter. A two-parter, yeah. Um, it makes it just, seem like we have a lot to talk about. There's just so, well, there's just so much. All right, honestly, let's hit, hit me with the folklore. Hit me with like okay your favorite part of the folklore first. My favorite. What's your favorite part of it? I'm very OCD. I like to go in order. All um, right, go in order. <laughs> just tell us whenever you get to your favorite part. Okay, I can do that. So we have ancient to start with, obviously. Um, so the word vampire didn't exist in ancient times. It didn't come about until the 18th century. That was a big time for vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, the blood drinking and sucking was attributed to demons and spirits. And the per- the ancient Persian people were some of the first one to have vampire lore. Persians. Mm-hmm. Babylonia had Lalitu. Babylonia? Yeah. Babylon. No. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Babylon, Babylonians are from Babylon. 
Okay, well, Wikipedia was wrong. <laughs> That's fine. Um, they had Lily too. They have the what? Lily too. Lily too. Yeah. What was that? She is kind of like a version of Lilith. Okay. Okay. Um, she was a demon who drank the blood of babies. Okay, so Lilith is supposed to be the mother of vampires, isn't she? I've never heard that. That was I, a, I think that was, was a supernatural thing. She was just they were just calling her mother. I think like everything was calling her mother. But she's she's the mother of demons. Um but vampires were part of that cuz vampires at least in modern conventional uh mythology are separate from demons. Like they they used to be part of demons. But, but. in actual like lore or should I say religion? Mm-hmm. Um, Lilith was Adam's first wife mm-hmm. and she didn't want she became the mother of demons and she said I do not want to fucking serve you and listen to you peace yep dips out loses and she's a bad guy now now she's a bad guy yep she didn't conform to conventional standards of womanly duties sounds like the first feminist to me but whatever alright what's next the Romans the Romans Okay, they had the Lamia, who prayed on... <laughs> I spelled prayed, P-R-A-Y-E-D. <laughs> they prayed. They prayed on they you. Prayed, they prayed on young children for their blood. Okay. And they also had... So I don't know if this is Gello, Gellos or Jellos. <laughs> G-E-L-L-O-S. Gellos or Jellos? G-E-L-L-O-S? Yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly gonna, I couldn't tell you. We'll have to Google it. We'll we're going to call them the Jellos. The Jellos. Because I right. like that better. Um, so they had those two, and they prayed. They all, they also prayed on adults, and they had the body of a crow. The body of a crow. Yeah, how fucking okay. wild is that? Yeah, that's like a, a, that's a totally different. Depiction. A little like human head and a fucking Ooh, crow. That's like a harpy. Yeah, you brought oh, this up except last time, and I don't know. I harpies don't know harpies had the bodies of women. And bodies and heads of women and then they had like legs of birds and wings and stuff like that so harpies were creepy that like fucks me up does it like thinking about that like fucks me up a little bit like that's kind yeah. of wild same with these jellos yeah the jellos are weird too so that's ancient ancient depictions of vampires Did, now, were there any depictions of vampires in asian culture yeah i have that oh yeah i'll just Go on down. Just scroll on down and see. I'll go out of order for you and everything. I appreciate you. Okay. You're a real gem. There's. This one's my favorite. Okay. What's this? Well, this section is my favorite. And I'll tell you what my favorite one is. And it's. I'm not going to tell you anymore, actually, because I just wanted to be surprised. Okay. So in Japan, these. These are going to be very hard for me to say. I can like. I can barely speak English as it is now. Um, I get that. I these are not English, and these, it's going to be very, very hard for me. Just do your best. Okay, thank you. Uh, so Japan had Nukakubi. Nukakubi. Yeah. Uh, women whose heads heads and necks detached from their bodies, and the heads would fly out and seek prey. Ooh, that's super creepy. Yeah, it is. You know what kind of reminds me of? Do you remember reading that story in middle school about the girl with the green scarf? Uh-uh. No, we never read that. I went to Catholic school, so we didn't read scary stories. Oh, yeah. No, it's just about this girl, and, like, she meets, like, a guy or a friend or something, and she always is wearing this green scarf. And, okay. like, the guy or the friend or whatever goes back, like, to her house, like, one day. 
And it turns out the green scarf is holding her head on her body. Oh, that's super creepy. Um, and anybody who went to a public school in the U.S. will know that story. I don't remember the name of it, though. So send us something. Let me let me know. We'll Google it. Um, but that's what that reminds me of. Um, but they would fly out and seek um, victims um, so they could suck their blood. Fair so enough. That's like their little version. Um I just feel like everything is like so much scarier in Asian culture. Like their scary movies are scarier. They're horrifying. Like, yeah, they have they fucking ha, they're terrifying. fucking depraved over there. Yeah, they're they're wild. Um, yeah. they take horror to a next level. Like we we're very quirky with it. You know, it's like oh yeah, a dead guy's gonna come back funny. and a dead guy's gonna come back and give you a really bad hickey. And they're like, he's gonna steal and rape your soul. It's like calm down. Yeah. Honestly. Oh my god, your head um, detaches. And neck, yeah, you just have like a you have a fucking flying head coming at you. That's scary. Twisted, super so, twisted. The Philippines have a tagalog, tagalog, not a tagalong. A tagalog, not the delicious cookies. Oh my god, they're so good too. I can crush an entire sleeve like it's nothing. They're so good. You just sit there and watch TV. You don't even know, and you're just just smoke them. Mm, the peanut so, butter. Not to be confused with peanut buttery goodness cookies. Tagalog. Tagalog. And then the second part of that word is mandarugo. Oh, so it's two parts of the word. Tagalog, mandarugo. Yeah. Okay. Takes form of an attractive girl by day. Okay. And then she develops wings and a long, hollow, thread-like tongue at night and sucks blood from sleeping victims. Jeez, she's and like a... Tagalog, mandarugo means blood sucker. Okay. And then there's another one from the Philippines called a Visayan... Um, I typed this word out and I was like, you were never going to be able to fucking say that on your show. Man, Manenagel. Fuck. Manenagel. Maybe. M-A-N-A-N-A-N-G-G-A-L. Manenagel. Sure. All right. We'll go with Manenagel. M-A-N-A-N-A-S. That's what I think of. So this one is an older, beautiful woman who's a MILF, if you will. Maybe. Actually, she... She's a milf and eagle. I mean, she doesn't... Not all, not all older women are moms. No, but that doesn't disqualify you from being a milf. You're just a hot woman. It makes you a cougar. Sure, yeah. Sure, okay. Okay. So, older beautiful woman, her torso comes off. Jesus. And develops bat-like wings. That's what the dis- disconnection part... Pe- and preys like. on pregnant women in the fetuses, and she sucks the blood from the fetus. My goodness. Is that fucking crazy? It's terrifying. Yes. It's they can't just make it a bloodsucker. They got to detach body parts and fly around. And this and one means the... Kill babies. The, the segmenter. The segmenter. The segmenter. Because she slices her Splits fucking half. torso off. Yeah. Splits in half. Um, she apparently... Goes around She also abortions. haunts newlyweds um, because they were apparently women who were left at the altar. Who turns... Oh, uh, okay. Um, that makes sense. <laughs> I would do that. If I was left at the they altar, you better believe I would make sure they nobody also, else ever got a happy marriage. They also enjoy the phlegm of sick people. <laughs> what the That's hell? my favorite part, but only because it's so fucking gnarly. That is so gross. It's disgusting. When I read that, I was like, oh, what the, the phlegm fuck? of sick people. But I couldn't wait to tell you that. because I. Why, would, why did they come up with that? Why would someone sat horrifying. down? Because it's horrifying. Listen, somebody sat down at one point in the history of mankind and said, hmm, what's fucking weird? It's fucking... Eating sick snot. It's fucking gnarly. That's disgusting. 
disgusting. I read that today. I did do my research today because I'm a procrastinator. I read that today. I didn't do any research. And I was like, are you? I was like, what the fuck is that? That's disgusting. And I was like, I can't wait to tell John that shit. That is super nasty. And that's why it's my favorite part because like, I'm all about the shock value. That is. That's definitely shock value. Yeah. That's fucking nasty. What's their name mean? Is it, you said it's a segmenter? Not yeah. the snot sucker? Not the snot sucker. No. Okay. Um, and then, so to destroy them, you sprinkle salt or crushed garlic or ash on their torso. I wonder why garlic is such a common... Maybe because it's so strong. Maybe. I eat raw garlic when I start to feel sick. Really? That helps? It has this, um, like a thing in it called mm-hmm. it's like allen or allison or something like that mm-hmm. um but it's supposed to be good about like helping fight off infection okay and um i'm into some holistic type of things um oh my god i know um people well people like to make fun of me yeah but um Why i'll have you know garlic <laughs> the last time tyler got sick two times i i did not get sick okay um, and I, after, so I'll eat raw garlic, but I also, I now just take garlic supplements. So you were right. You were on track with that. Okay. So garlic, specifically the chemical compound allicin inside garlic is a powerful antibiotic. <laughs> and some European beliefs around vampires stated that they were created by a disease of the blood. So a powerful antibiotic would kill a vampire. Basically, they thought... Vampires were bacteria. I'm just going to brush this dirt off my <laughs> shoulder like Jay-Z. Okay. So solid solid pick up there. I mean. Well done. I, I didn't know garlic was an antibiotic. So well, right. And like I said, people like, people love to make fun of me for. Yeah. So this isn't like. I'm not like a crazy like. I'm not like an anti-vaxxer. I'm not like crazy sure, sure. like all this. But I do would, believe. I don't think we'd be friends if you were. I do believe that, that our food and our plants have their own natural benefits and things in them and it is literally proven that garlic has this yes no this isn't this isn't a holistic thing garlic has an antibiotic in it and if i can and if i can eat if eating raw garlic on a spoon to prevent getting even more sick or prevent getting what tyler has because i mean he breathes in my fucking face at night i'm gonna do it and it's like so far it has helped me yeah, if it works, it um, works. And I've been... Medicine I, men have existed for centuries. And right. it's not like they existed for no reason. There were actual things that helped. There are things that help, exactly. Um, and I just I believe that garlic is definitely one of those. And I take my three garlic this tablets is, every day. This is by far not a discounting of modern medicine. No, modern medicine not at all. Is modern medicine is Hands great. down, take it. But, hey, if I, I can mean, take, if, I if can something eat, else helps you, something else will help If I can eat you. raw garlic... Instead of going and paying however much I have to go and pay to go to the doctor to get an antibiotic, I'm going to fucking do it. Which is a very nice commentary on the United States healthcare system, which I was talking about with my girlfriend earlier today. <laughs> but that's a whole other discussion altogether. We won't get into it because it's not a political podcast. It can be. <sighs> so, I take I take the dub the dub on that. All right, on yeah, that. Take, the, take, take the dub on it because that's a... That's a Definite win. So let me mumble a little bit more. Yeah, it sounds like you got a dig in your mouth. You would know what that sounds like. Better prac. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, no, you wouldn't know what it sounds like if I had a dick in my mouth. <laughs> got to get ready for your blowjob jitsu. <laughs> my blowjob jitsu. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Inside joke. Anyway, okay. 
Malaysia. This, I'm not going to be able to say this either. Um, a, a penanglan. Sure. Penanglan. Sure. Maybe. Um, woman who obtained her beauty through black magic. Mm. Fair. Um, detaches her fanged head to fly around looking for blood of pregnant fuck? women. What the fuck? It's always pregnant women. It's never like, it's never like. It is. It is always pregnant it's women. It's never like criminals. In it's like, never like these vampires go after bad people. Mm-hmm. It's always like they go after the most vulnerable of society. Yep. Um, I wonder what the purpose of these folklore tales were. Like, who are you trying to scare? Pregnant You're women. You're just trying to scare pregnant women for no that's reason? fucked up, actually. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, what, what are you trying to accomplish with this? Because um, most folklore has a reason behind it, right? The boogeyman has a reason to get kids to behave at night or something when they're not being watched. Or like... Krampus. Krampus. You know, be hey, good. behave. Yeah, exactly. Scaring your kids to behave, essentially. Yeah, scaring your kids <laughs> into behaving is essentially what most of folklore is. And then this is just like... Yeah, we're going to go fucking Maybe. eat pregnant women. Maybe men came up with it to scare their wives. Into what? Sorry, I just drank my white claw. Um, You're good. We get drunk while we do this podcast, in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> it is uh, the only way that we could possibly do this. It's the only way we sound this good. We sound wonderful. I know, but it's, I mean. Oh, excuse me. Our uh, chemistry. Yeah, definitely. It's the only way. No. We're super friends, too. Um, no, so men, they're like, oh, you need me to protect you. You have to stay with me. Oh, maybe that's a good point. Maybe that's it. Don't leave me. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting theory. Um. So then there's also the same thing in Bali, and they're just called Liak. Liak. Yeah. And then in Indonesia. So it, they have. What's crazy to me is every culture has something like this. It's yeah. not just like. You know, vampires didn't just originate in Romania back in the day, and we don't have just that classical depiction of vampires. Every culture has this. Right. Which leads you almost, if you're a conspiratorial type of person, to believe that at some point in the history of humanity, they were real. Something caused people to believe this. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You know, because obviously today we don't. You know, you don't walk around and you're going, oh, man, be careful. Make sure you lock your doors. Don't invite in strangers. But, like, maybe that's because we just got them all. Somebody did. Maybe maybe they all decided. Maybe they suffered from insomnia and all woke up during the daytime one time and just all died. <laughs> Me as a vampire. Right. That's why there's no vampires in Italy, by the way. Garlic. Oh. Lots of garlic and Italian cooking. Makes sense. It's probably why there isn't any in Iceland either because they're midnight sun. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, or Alaska. You never hear about Alaskan vampires. 30 days of night. What do you mean? Yeah, but then it's six months of daylight. Then they got to go in hiding. Okay. Anyway, Indonesia. <sighs> okay. Um, the <laughs> starts with K U N T. The cunt. Uh, the Kuntalunak. 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 Something. Yeah. Or the Lang Sewer of Malaysia. So they're the same thing, just different countries, different names. Okay. Woman, they were women who died during childbirth and became undead. Mm-hmm. And they just wanted to seek revenge on everybody. Okay. Yeah. That's they fair. were attractive women with mm-hmm. long black hair that covers a hole in their neck. And they use this hole to suck the blood of children. Ooh, that's creepy. The neck thing is a pretty common trope. What? The neck thing. A hole? Not a hole in the neck, but like sucking blood well, out of the neck. Well, sucking blood, yes. Or, you know, But whatever. she got like a straight up hole in her neck. 
yeah. that you, she uses to suck the blood. It's like those, like the people with the hole in there from smoking and they use yeah. that to like suck their blood. Yeah. That's disgusting. That's okay. creepy. Big creepy. Um, if you fill the hole with hair, she'll die. What? <laughs> That's so weird. Look, man, I don't make it up. I just report it. Yeah, you're doing a good job reporting it. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, to prevent someone from becoming one, you would put glass beads in their mouth, eggs under their armpits, and needles in their palm. Eggs under their armpits. <laughs> That's such a weird one. I know it is. <laughs> like raw or like scrambled? <laughs> Didn't specify. I don't Over know. Over easy. I would just assume like an egg, just a raw egg. Just like take an just... egg and shove it in your pits. Yeah. Do you, in their do tomb. you crush them? Smush the egg? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It, it didn't specify. Just what an eggs. interesting thing. What a, what a weird. A little thingy. A little tidbit. I feel like, so like I want to know the, the reasoning behind it, but I know with most folklore, there's not a lot of like logic. No. In the back and forth, you know, in the. Somebody just thought that was theory. Funny. Yeah. Someone was yeah. just like, yeah, put eggs under their armpits. And they were like, okay, that sounds like a great idea. It'd be like me or you being like, let's tell them we need to put eggs under their own presence and see if we can get them to believe us yeah exactly <laughs> um so you know it's it, a great hangover cure <laughs> eggs in your armpits armpit. it just detoxes you like right it just yeah it's crazy all the alcohol right i out. guarantee you if you went on some sort of like crazy almond mom blog and you told people that eggs under the armpits was a great substitute for vaccinations you would start seeing a lot of posts with kids sleeping with eggs under their fucking armpits I bet you we could start that trend. That you heard it here first, first Pope. Yeah. Heard it here first, folks. Heard it here first, Pope. Blah, blah. Heard it, heard it, say that. Heard it here first, heard folks. Heard it here first, folks. That's tough. Yeah. That's difficult. It is. I get it. English I'm, is hard. English is Are you tough. Are you It's the hardest you language you I've ever spoken. You smell toast over there? You good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're almost done with Asia. I got oh, two man. more countries. I got Vietnam. Okay. The Ma Karong. Ma Karong. Ma Karong. Creatures or a creature who lives among humans and stuffs its toes and its nostrils at night and flies by its ears into houses to suck the blood of pregnant women. <laughs> Wait, what? Stuffs I'm its sorry. toes? I, I laughed when I read it, but like reading it out loud makes it better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So go, go back through this really slowly. Sure. Do you want me to demonstrate? <laughs> if you can demonstrate that, absolutely. Stuffs its toes. In its nostrils. In its nostrils. <laughs> yeah. And then flies with its ears. Flies with its ears. That is fantastic. Could you imagine? I wouldn't be scared. How could you be scared of that? I don't know. Some monster flying at you with its toes in its nose? One's curling <laughs> with its <up>. ears? <laughs> hey. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. I just have to wait. Folklore is fucking yeah. wild, folks. I need to take another sip of this. Yeah. I need, strawberry I need to, white claw. I need to be claw. drunk for this nonsense. Strawberry strawberry white claw, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. It's not the best flavor, but it's good. What's your favorite flavor? You don't drink white claw. I don't drink white claw. <sighs> I have uh, I have these things called testicles, and they preclude me from drinking any sort of seltzer. Nah. What men drink seltzers? What men do you know that drink seltzers? Tyler. Go ahead. Talk shit on my fiance on our podcast. Oh, no, He won't listen to it anyways. Hey, T. That's that's bitch shit. You heard it here fo- first, folks. Damn, I can't so- say it. <laughs> oh, I told you. I told you. It's terrible. You can't say it. You heard it here first, folks. That's a tongue twister. 
It's absolutely a tongue twister. Whatever. It's nice because we almost always have white claws in the house. So I mean, that's fair. So, hey, other people drink. You're like that whole friend group does. Like Cody drinks them. Andy, Andy drinks white claws. That's not helping your case at all. Okay. Well, regardless, I know men that drink them. So we're down to our last Asian country. Okay. Jiangxi. Jiangxi. Reanimated corpses. Okay. They kill people to absorb life. Hmm. They have greenish, white, furry skin. Furry skin? So this is an entirely different yeah. like depiction. Out of all the Asian countries, they were very similar. They all were like heads that detached or bodies that detached. Mm-hmm. And they all attack pregnant women. And this has white, furry skin. Yep. Okay. Mold grows off of them. Okay. Um, and this happens when the soul doesn't leave the body when they die. Okay. So I can see it's very clear to me on this one how it came from misunderstanding the deep composition of bodies. Yeah. You know, that makes that makes a lot of sense on this um, one. And then they suck blood. Obviously. Yeah, clearly. So okay. That is Asia. Asia. Yeah. Do you want to... Asian vampires. Do you want to pick uh, another continent? Or do you want me to just go? Just go. Go okay. with your next one. What's next? What do we got? Well, I'm going to go up now. All right. Um, so we're going to do the Americas. Okay. Um, like Native American? No, no, no. Like North and South. The Americas. Where where do you think Native Americans lived? Oh, well, no. Not like not Native Americans. <laughs> okay. I feel like that would be, yes, that would be the Americas, but I would that would be like a whole... Separate. Different thing. But also, I didn't really see any, so I don't know if they actually really? do the whole... Um, that's interesting. The entire thing. I wonder if that's a thing. It will, if they do, we'll cover that uh, early on in the next episode. Yeah, we'll bring that up. But I didn't. I did not see. Yeah. Okay. Anything. Um. So let's start with the Caribbean islands. Ooh, this will be a good one because I bet you it has a lot to do with voodoo. Do you say Caribbean or Caribbean? Caribbean. Okay. What do you you say? Caribbean. I say Caribbean. I feel like Caribbean is. Uh, I mean, it sounds proper, but the only time the only time that I would say Caribbean is when I'm referencing the movie Pirates of the Caribbean. That's true. Yeah, you do say Pirates of the Caribbean. You don't say Pirates of the Caribbean. Maybe it is Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. But anytime I reference it any other time. Go down to the Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah, that's an interest. That's a hell of a point. Wow. I wonder if that means that Caribbean is the proper way to say it. I don't know. Mm. But, um, yeah, I definitely say Caribbean. I've never heard any of the actors say it. I wonder... I haven't either. Yeah, I've just heard Jack Sparrow. That's all they say. Every interview is just about Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Thank you. They're all great. Okay. So a Lugaroo. Ooh, a Lugaroo. Lugaroo. Okay, so this is interesting to me because a Lugaroo, from what I've heard of mythology, is like a werewolf. Mm, Okay. So that's very interesting that a Lugaroo for the Caribbean is... A shape-shifting old woman. Yeah, that's interesting. Whose true form is a fireball that fi- flies through the sky. Get out. I swear. That's crazy. Yeah. That's interesting. And it sucks blood. Uh, sneaks into people's homes, sucks blood, and it leaves a bruise, bruise-like wound, so like a black and blue wound. Oh, wow. Um, if she sucks too much of your blood, you either die or you become one. Become a Lugaroo. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah, so Lugaroo, um, there is a book series I read, and uh, Tyler can actually- What is it? He'll tell you it's Dresden Files. Oh, okay. And great, great book series. Jim Butcher is a phenomenal author. You know what? He tried to get me. So I'm my next prompt is high fantasy. And mm-hmm. he was pulling out all of these books because oh, I told I him I would imagine. let him pick 
Um, and I ended up going with The Black Company by Glenn Cook. Cause what, that's a great series. That's who he named our dogs after. Is and it? And I was intrigued. And I was like, I want to read the books that you, I want to read the book that inspired you to name our dogs Captain and Lady. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, the Black Company is fantastic. It's a really good series. But uh, The Dresden Files will always hold a dear place in my heart. Um, just because it was one of the first high fantasy series I read um, growing up. Uh, absolutely fantastic. But a Lou in that series is like a super-powered werewolf. Oh, okay. So, like, there's normal werewolves. And then there's this thing, which is like, um, you know, it can't be hurt by anything or whatever. Superhuman strength, all kinds of stuff. Heals very quickly. You know, it's a terrifying um, mythological monster. So, it's interesting that a Lou in the Caribbean Islands is... A vampiric type yeah. entity. To destroy her, um, coarse salt must be contained in the mortar containing her skin. And then she can't put her skin back on because apparently she takes her skin off. That's super creepy. Mm-hmm. The mortar containing her skin. So you basically have to cement up her skin with salt. Yeah. That's creepy. That's a hell of a way to take care of something. I know. Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. You gotta um, do construction and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> To be a whole ass construction worker. <laughs> be a whole ass construction worker. Oh. All right. Tunda in Patasula of Colombia. Okay. It's an entity of a human woman, shapeshifter. She lures her victims, who are men, into the woods and drinks their blood and then eats them. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. She wouldn't just eat them. I feel like drinking their blood and then eating them is a, almost like a redundancy. Yeah, but if you just maybe eat you them. Just, you, if you just eat them, you get all the blood, anyways. Yeah, but maybe you just maybe you don't like the skin to be as soggy. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I hate soggy skin. Yeah, that would be pretty bad. I think. Yeah, terrible. So, during the late 18th century and 19th century, beliefs in vampires were crazy in New England, which makes fucking sense because yeah, they were prior out of their mind. prior to that they were fucking burning witches at the stake, so yeah. they needed something new. They were all out of their mind up in New England. That's why they came up with the Patriots and they like Tom Brady and all that because they're all fucking crazy. Doesn't Tom Brady play for Florida now? He did. He did. He, he doesn't play for anybody right now. Oh, I heard he's coming out of retirement again. Again? I heard, but... Get know, out. That's what I... I Ugh, poor Giselle and their divorce. What do you mean? She's already been seen with another guy. I know. Good for her. You're going to tell me you reti- you're going to retire and then you don't? Bye. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I get it. I get it. I'd be I'd be pissed off too. But they believed they believed in vampires pretty have pretty deep. Um so people were taking the hearts of their loved ones out um after death and burning them. Jeez. And then we have It's pretty extreme. We have the Mercy Brown incident in 1892 and Ooh. I'm going to tell you about that. Absolutely. I'm excited about this because one. it's just kind of It's so fucking dumb. Is it? It's one of the best documented cases of a, is it when you exhume a body exhumation exhumation okay of a corpse in order to perform rituals to banish an undead manifestation so this is like one of the best documented cases so they believed in this so strongly that they exhumed this corpse did all these rituals and then documented it um thoroughly yes to make sure that everybody knew hey and i can't i can't Can you imagine today i mean i so i say that i say can you imagine today but then i know people who i'd be like yeah i can see them doing this kind of thing um Imagine living in a world where people actually do, like grown adults, grown ass fucking adults, 
dig up a corpse and perform rituals to stop an undead spirit from... That's not surprising to me. Yeah, I guess I forgot who I was talking to. I guess I forgot who I was talking to for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But to me, that's insane. Like, like I, I know people who, like, they do their taxes, they go to work, they do all this stuff, and then to think of them, like digging up a body and being like we need to light these candles and do the like that's crazy yeah it's wild i don't know yeah it's this is like one of the best just just wait okay i'm into it let's go okay so she died of consumption at 19 um so that was january of 1892 take keep track of these dates the dates are going to be important here 1892 january january 1892 1892. she died gotcha so everyone in her family so people before her had gotten TB in her family. So her mom, right? Um, and let me see. Her mom died in 1884 of TB, and her sister died in 1891 of TB. Jesus. And then she got it, and then her younger brother got it. So everyone in the family is getting it, and her neighbors thought that one of the corpses was coming back to life and spreading the disease to the rest of the family. Okay. Okay. So George Brown, the dad, was given permission to exhume the bodies. And when he saw the bodies of his wife and other daughter, they were very decomposed. As they would be. Right. Mercy's body was not decomposed at all. So they thought it was Mercy's body. They exhumed these bodies in March of 1892. When did I tell you she died? January. Of? 1892. Yeah. And her sister died the year before. And her mom died years. Years before. So they literally dug up a fresh body. Now, mind you, mind you, a month or two dead is definitely enough time for decomposition to say. So sell. let's go into that real quick. However. her There was still blood in her heart, mm-hmm. but she was in an above ground grave in the winter. Oh, well, what the hell? Right. These people, these, this is just a case of stupid people. Mm-hmm. This is just a case of Trump voters deciding to go in. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Um, no, you're not. I'm okay. not. But yeah, this is just, this is just dumb people doing dumb people things. Yeah. It gets better. Okay. So they burn her heart and her liver. Okay. Uh, they put the ash in water. Okay. And they give it to her sick brother to cure his disease. They fed his. They fed this kid his sister. Yeah. His months dead sister. Mm-hmm. Well, her heart and liver. Oh my goodness. The ashes. Yep. This is 1892. This isn't like back in the early 1400s or something when people had no idea what anything was. This was like. Do you think it cured him? 20 years before World War One. Do you think it cured him? Did it cure him? Of TB? Yeah. Did it? What do you think? No. He lived to be 100. No, I'm just fucking with you. He died two months later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, obviously. (laughs) If it cured him, I'd be like, what? We're on the wrong track. So, that's that. That's with that. That's that. Um, That's definitely something. I'm going to jump the ocean to Africa now. All right. Do you have any other commentary on the Mercy Brown situation? No, that was that was the dumbest story I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, so I was gonna save it for the part two, but I figured it was dumb enough. I'm so happy. I'm so happy we brought it up now. I figured it was dumb enough. We we needed something. We could bring that in here. Okay, Africa's pretty short. Um, so West Africa, the Ashanti people 
talk of what are their names ashanti nice i know what's love got to do <laughs> she was a big part of the early 2000s anyway <laughs> i can't <laughs> side note though i just read something about ashanti um, doing the vocals for J-Lo in all of J-Lo's like, early 2000s song. And it's actually yeah. Shanti singing and not J-Lo. Is that like a conspiracy thing? No, it's like it's actually... Thing? No, it's like real. Like um, J-Lo like, doesn't sing like half of her songs, apparently. No shit. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, I thought so too. I mean, I can see it. Shanti was big back then. She was. Uh, if I could get her to sing my songs, I would do it. Yeah. All right, so... The Ashanti people. The Ashanti people. Iron toothed tree dwelling. Oh God. Okay. Asan Basam. Asan Basam. Yeah. Okay. Pink skin, long red hair. Which is terrifying to people in Africa. Yeah. Pink skin, long red hair. Irish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got a tree dwelling Irish person. <laughs> a tree dwelling Irishman. Um, no, but they have iron hooks for feet. What the fuck? Yeah. What a wild thing. There's seeing the different cultural like. Uh, uh nuances in how they describe vampires or how they describe their mythological creatures is really interesting to me because like in asia it's all like people splitting apart doing creepy yeah it's disembodied heads or this or that or whatever um in europe it's always just like these decomposing things or you know vampires whatever you know like in the in south america it was like women old women like women shapeshifters yeah old yeah. women shapeshifters and and crazy things that change from what they are and then in africa you're looking at things with iron legs mm-hmm. and um just things that are unnatural to them right back back when they were developed yeah. so it's it's really interesting to me like i said uh to see the different nuance in how mythological creatures are depicted between cultures yeah it is it's yeah like there's there's a lot of I never knew. I just thought vampires were vampires everywhere. You know what I mean? Right. But they're, the different depictions are kind of crazy. Yeah. It's all over the world. It's it's wild that it's so widespread. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Is that the only one in? Nope. I have a couple more. Wh- who's, whose blood did they suck? Anybody's. Was it anybody? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like yeah, anything specific? Yeah, okay. Uh, we have the the ooh people. Ooh. Ooh? E-W-E. Ooh. You. Would it be you? You. Ew. You. Ew. 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 Um, the Adzi. Okay. Take form of a firefly to hunt, and then they turn into a person, and then they suck blood when they are in firefly form. Really? So they're almost like mosquitoes? Yeah. And well, that doesn't sound very dangerous. There's no defense. You can't kill them. Oh, really? <laughs> that doesn't sound very dangerous. No. You can't kill them. <laughs> <laughs> they are unkillable. Okay. <laughs> now, yeah. Fair enough. They're worse uh, than all of them. So the Eastern Cape region believes in the Impendulu or okay. lightning birds. They are servants to witches and they have an insatiable hunger for blood. Lightning birds. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yep. And then we have the people. I wonder if they're similar to like thunderbirds of Native American culture. I don't know much about thunderbirds, to be honest. I don't know if they like suck blood or. They. I don't believe they do. Thunderbirds okay. are just like birds. Are big. Made of, you know, create thunder. Or come with thunder. Big bird. Big okay. bird. And then lastly, the people of Madagascar have the Ramanga, 
And these are vampires who drink the blood and eat the nail clippings of royals. Really? Nail clippings, huh? That's fucking gross. That is super gross. That is horrifying. There are girls who sell their nail clippings to men. No, there aren't. For hundreds of Fucking bet. Go on TikTok right now. I will not. Now. I will not. Bro, I follow a girl. Because it's going to start showing up on my feed. Fair. I I follow girls on TikTok who literally sell their bathroom bath, like their bathroom trash. Like whatever's in their trash, they take the bag out and then they'll like clip their nails on top. So there's like something extra on top and they like tie it. And then they write a little card. They kiss the card and they send that shit off for like $100. Get out. Because men are fucking disgusting. That is horrifying. You never hear about women doing weird shit like that either. No, you fucking don't. When's the last time you heard about a woman who's like, yeah, send me your toilet paper. Send me your used underwear. I want to smell it. That's horrifying. It's it's only dudes who are creepy like that. It really is. weird, bro. It is weird. As a dude, like that, that's just strange to me that there's guys out there like that. It's like a feet thing. Are there any girls who have a foot fetish? I mean, I'd be more willing to believe that. Like I... But but I'm just saying, so, like, I've never met a girl who's, like, I'm in defeat. No, I haven't either. I've never met it. But dudes, like, the most mundane dude you could ever, like, meet, you'll be like, he'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of, I, I get it. Right? We're about to. We're about to get into something weird? A little bit. All right, well, hit me with it. Who's in defeat? Not Tyler. Okay. Definitely good. not Tyler. Good, because that would so, be an entire another episode where we would judge you entirely, buddy. Okay. We're going to take it back to like 2012, 2013. I'm dating this man. I'm not going to name names because that's rude. It is rude. It is rude. We won't name anybody. And if if you're close to me, you know who it is anyway. So anyway, dating for a little bit, like seeing each other for a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, we're doing it. Ew. And my legs are up on his shoulders. Okay, let's not get too graphic. I'm. That is a detail that we need to know. Okay. So whatever, we're doing it. <laughs> the next thing I know, no warning, no nothing, he sticks my toes in his mouth. All of them? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, would, I would be like, what are you doing? I mean, I'm not going to stop. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, it before was, we get no before we get to No, no, far no I'm not going to get. One. I'm just saying that was like but we were done and I was just like what the fuck? What was, was that? that? So what was we that? were so I was like, you know what? We were pretty drunk. Okay. I'm not going to bring I'm not going to bring it up like it you know, he was probably just like fucked up and it just seemed like a good thing to do whatever. It happens again. Okay. It happens again. So then I'm like, hey, like, do you got like, I'm like, it's cool if you do, but do you like, do you like a fetish? Because I'm not going to lie to you. Like, it's thrown me off the last couple of times because I wasn't prepared. But like, if that's something that, if that's something that you have, like, I can work with that. I'm a, I'm a team player. Sure. But don't like, don't don't surprise me. I'm I'm not going to like yuck your yums. I'm not going to kink shame you. Unless you're buying women's trash online. I don't think I have ever heard that phrase, yuck your yums. That is a new one to me, and I'm going to use that. Thank Tyler's you. Tyler's one um, friend group showed me that. And I, showed me that phrase, and I, I like it. I use that now yeah. all the time. Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to kink shame you, like I said, unless you're men buying women's trash online. That's a little fucking weird. That is super weird. But, you know, feet, whatever. I'm not into it. I'm not going to suck any man's toes. Like, whatever. Yeah. I've never met a girl but who's like, into that shit. 
if you want to suck my toes, like if that does something for you, I'm a team player. Let I'll let's do it. But like, don't just don't just do it. Like, let's talk about it. Let's put it in the open. So you know, I'm not just like laying there and it fucking happens, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Because I'm a little ticklish. My feet are a little ticklish. <laughs> I need to be prepared. What the fuck. I need to be prepared for this. <laughs> like when I go get a pedicure, I gotta like mentally like prep a little because they're like fucking my feet. So he never did it again after that. Yeah. He, I think I embarrassed him and I didn't mean to embarrass him because I, I really was just trying to be a team player. Like I just wanted to talk about it and see like, you know, just a heads up. I get but, it. I get it. A heads um, up is, is reasonable. That seems like something you choose to do, but that's just a fun story. I just thought I would share with the, <laughs> well, I'm sure everybody's listening appreciates it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I'm back, an open book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, back to and vampires. Tyler, and Tyler doesn't listen to this, so it's fine. So, okay. All right. Where are we at with vampires? We're, we're fine. We're to Europe now. All right. And they have traditional, traditional depictions of vampires. Yeah. Let's get into it. They originated during the medieval period. Um, so in the 16th century, Rabbi David Ben Solomon, Abi Zimra. Oh, okay. (laughs) Imagine that on your birth certificate. Right. Imagine Um, that on your license. (laughs) I don't think they had those back then. They probably didn't. Um, but they, he wrote of an old woman dying, and after three days, her corpse came to life, and he, she killed hundreds of people. Hundreds of people? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. He wrote about it? He did. I'm interested to read this. I need to see this. In 1654, Leo Alatius produced methodological description of vampires, and then this, and this is what a lot of the European folklore is based off of. This guy. Okay, so stuff. this guy basically wrote like a, uh, a, a manifesto. Uh, yeah, a, an educational paper about what he has discovered on vampires. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then next, so 1672, we have that guy you were looking up, Jor, Jor Grando. Yeah, Jor Grando. Um, apparently, was a vampire. Rose from the dead. He was the earliest depiction of a drank, European vampire. Drank blood. Okay. Harassed his widow. Okay. And he had died in 1656, but apparently came back to life. That was what? Like 656, 66. So 10. Oh, I'm so. When did he come back? He came back 1672. So 1656 to 1672. I know 16 this. years. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's right. I can't do that. That's shit. okay. Man, I've been so. drinking. Okay. <laughs> In 1679, Philip Rohr wrote an essay about the dead eating themselves and parts of their coffins. So they were exhuming bodies and finding that people had been eating themselves in a part of their coffins. But that, to me, is just they buried them and they were desperate to stay alive. Huh. Yeah, I could see that. Because um, like you said, we talked about scratches on the inside of coffins and everything like that before. Right. But imagine how hungry you have to be to eat a part of yourself. I mean, yeah. Like you? you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to be pretty fucking hungry. But our bite is so strong, you can bite someone's finger off. At the yeah. same the same strength of a baby carrot. That's what is the rumor. Have you ever tried it? I've never. No, I've never tried to bite anyone's finger off. No. Oh. Have you? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Say we might need to end this podcast. 
No, you'd be like, tell no. me the story. Yeah, of course, tell me the story. Um, so a frenzy of vampire sightings across Eastern Europe in the 18th century. It even mm-hmm. has a name. The 18th century vampire controversy is what it's called. Okay. So that's Googleable. Google. It's Googleable. Googleable, yeah. Googleable. Okay. Um, so this started with alleged vampire attacks in Prussia in 1721. Okay. And then we have two cases in Serbia. So we have Peter Blagojevic. He died at 62, returned and asked his son for food, and then dropped dead. But then came back and killed his neighbors. Wait, so he died twice? Mm-hmm. Actually, no, he died three times. He's probably just taking a nap. He might have been. It might have been a long nap. Killed yeah. his neighbors, though. That's super Killed his neighbors. random. And then we have Milos, ex-soldier. He was attacked by a vampire prior, accordingly, according to this. Um, died while haying. Haying? Okay. It was a link. So I clicked the link because I was like, what As, is... Yeah, well, I've got to figure out what it is. Haying? What is it? It took me to the Wikipedia page to hay. Hay? Yeah. H-A-Y? Like, no, like hay. Yeah, oh, it, hay. <laughs> like the horses eat. Okay. It, it, Maybe he was collecting hay. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I So I'm not really sure what that means. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe he was just harvesting hay. And he died. He, um, wait. After his death, there were attacks and people started, like people were dying. And they, okay. blame, they blame him. As one does. You blame the dead guy. Yes. Um, and then, so this controversy finally seized when Empress Maria Theresa of Austria sent her personal physician to investigate the claims. They didn't give any other details on that, so I don't know what this doctor did. He announced vampires didn't exist, and then the Empress passed laws prohibiting opening people's graves. Okay. And then other countries. So he passed laws saying vampires didn't exist. The the doctor yeah. went back and told the empress, like, yeah. vampires don't exist. Yeah, that's But they gave none detail as to how he determined this. So, like, who fucking knows? I guess. I mean, he probably just used common sense. That's fair. He went out and he was like, yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> this is fucking bullshit, bro. You guys are dumb. This isn't real. Yeah. All right. Um, And then other countries followed suit. That's reasonable. Reasonable. Yeah. That's how we make laws. Um, and that's all I have for this episode. That's all we have for this episode. Yeah, that's that's the origins. That's the origins of vampires. Next episode, we're going to have stories. We're going to have places that are apparently haunted by vampires. There's a surprising number. I, I was shocked, honestly. Yeah, surprising number um, of places that are haunted by I was, vampires. I, I thought I was going to fit it in this episode. And then when I saw like so many, I was like, I need to go. I need to narrow these down. Um, and then we're going to do some like... Obviously, pop culture. There's so many good There's references. There's so many good pop culture references. I mean, think about um, it. Bram Stoker. I mean, Nosferatu. We got to get into those. Blade. Blade? Yes. The Daywalker. What? Blade's the Daywalker. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I was. I thought you were refer- saying something else. I asked Tyler what his favorite vampire movie is. I don't even remember what it is. And it was. it's like a remake of a Swedish vampire movie why, why is it like, gonna be so why is he gonna be so <laughs> specific with it i was like yeah we were talking about like our favorite vampire like what's your favorite vampire movie he's like oh that's a hard one but it has to be like blah 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 and i was like oh what's that and he's like chloe moretz is in it and you know it's like i think it's like a remake of a swedish vampire i'm like what the fuck i don't yeah i don't even know anything about what she's done good for him though that's great 
So, but yeah, so we'll do like pop culture. Um, yeah, yeah, it'll be good. It'll so, be good. But it'll be great. This was origins and like folklore and how they kind of came to be. And I'm gonna ask John what his favorite vampire movie is. Right now? Like ever? Yeah, right now. Right now? Right now? Oh man, Interview with a Vampire. Okay. Hands down. I never seen it. The Vampire List. I never seen it, and I've never read it. Um, Mary Shelley, right? No, Mary Shelley I'm Frankenstein. I'm gonna die. Who's uh, Anne Rice? Anne bro. Rice. That's right. I told you this the other day. I'm just. Yeah, I mean, you just told brain me, farting. but like I knew regardless. Yeah, I'm but just yes. brain farting it. But yeah, the Vampire Lestat by Anne Rice um, is a great book. If anyone hasn't read it, make sure you go check it it's out. It's on my list. I've been yeah, meaning to read you've it. You've got to read it. Um, but the movie they made out of it was Interview with a Vampire, and um, Queen of the Damned with Aaliyah uh, as the Queen of the Damned. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Dust yourself off and try again. Yep. But that was the, uh, that's the spiritual sequel to the Vampire Lestat. Do you remember what my favorite vampire movie is? You told me. I know. And I'm going to screw it up. Yeah, he is because John is a man and it's not his fault. I forget everything. But I'm a better friend because I knew his birthday and he didn't know mine. I didn't know hers. Yeah, that was true. Um, no, no, I don't know what is it. What is it? Underworld. Underworld. That's right. I was never going to guess that, Which even though it was I told like, Tyler that, and I was surprised when he was like, "That's a really good one." And I was like, "I'm surprised you think that." And he's like, "Kate Beckinsale." I was like, "I mean, yeah, fair enough." That's Kate Beckinsale. Like, that's really she the, sells it. It's really the she only, definitely sells it. The only reason, but um, the Underworlds were good. Those were they good. Are, Those were decent they movies. They are good. I mean, you're going to take them for what they are. You're yeah, not going to you're not going in there for cinematic like, masterpieces. You're going in there for a fun vampire movie. You're going and it's Kate Beckinsale in a leather leather jumpsuit. That's about it, and that's what you're getting. Um, and it's no, a win. I mean it's entertaining. Like, yeah, that's, it's that's what I said. It's entertaining. It's like, yeah, yeah, I, it's not bad. I I really enjoy them. Um, I also like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. That's Slayer. right. You said that one too. It's good. It's like I like what they did with it, like historically, and how they're like, yeah, the Confederacy was run by vampires, and you're like, oh damn, mm-hmm. president by day, vampire slayer by night. Yeah, I can take it. It's cool, but there's a lot of good ones. Yep, we'll, we'll cover a bunch more next episode. Yes, and tell us what your favorite vampire movies and shows and just let us know. Oh, I'll tell you what our Instagram is. Do you know our Instagram yet? Uh, sage dash. Uh, listen, uh, <sighs> uh, we don't do dashes. We're cool. We use underscores. Okay. Um, but it's actually sage dot after dot listening underscore podcast. And then sage after listening at gmail.com. If you want to email us, nobody has emailed us yet, and I'm a little bummed. So you guys could send us an email. Tell us that you think we're good. Tell us that you think we suck. Tell tell us something. Tell, tell us, us that we're pretty. Please tell us that we're pretty. Um, tell us your favorite vampire movie. Tell us if there's something about vampires you want us to cover. And then part two episode. You only have until Monday. So I hope that you are following us and listening as we release. All right, everybody, thank you very much. And don't forget to sage after listening. 